I can't say that I've ever been in love. I I know that I felt, you know, of course I've felt love with my family, but romantic love, um, I think I've felt it in bursts. I think I've, I've felt romantically very close to people. Um, I felt very open with people. I felt powerful desire and affection, but I don't think I've ever had a relationship where I loved them and they loved me and that's the way it is. <laughs> but a few things immediately come to mind. My, my, my first girlfriend in high school um, was Colombian and she had a big Colombian family, right? They, they were lots of cousins and nephews and nieces and uncles and aunts and, you know, just, just huge family and, 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 you know, very, very ex openly expressive and, and, not shy about expressing anger or discontent in a way that, you know, my family is very reserved and we let things simmer emotionally. We'll keep things bottled up and just sort of quietly resent things. And, and, um, so I think part of what I loved about her or, or even just about the experience of, of dating her was seeing that there is another way to live and seeing that there's another way to, to be and, and treat other people and treat your family. It, it, I mean, your, your world is sort of made up of, you know, you know, there, there's the, the physical, there's the geographical elements, what city you're in, you, what your apartment looks like, what your house looks like are you by the water, you know, you, you know, like all, there's all those things which contribute to a happy life, but, or, or, or a perception of, of, of life. Um, but I think really the, the, the people that you're around shape your, um, your world. And so, so I, I I, I mean, being with her family, I'm stammering, um, being with her family was like being on another planet. Um, and being with her was like being on another, another planet. It was just a completely different way of interacting with other people and, and, and your feelings in the world. Um, the other thing that immediately comes to mind is, is this girl who I dated kind of between high school and, and college, who I really, really liked, and she didn't like me all that much. But my, my, my 
one of my strongest memories from that from that time was we were at her place, home alone, and we were making food and making out and goofing around and whatever. And it was a beautiful summer day, and she, we were making out on the couch, and I was lying, I was on top of her, and we were talking, kind of like between making out, we were sort of talking about what we wanted to do for the rest of our day. And she pulled out, pulled away from, from a kiss and she suggested that, that, that we, we take, she, she had two bicycles. She suggested that we take the bikes and bike to Coney Island. And the expression in her face, there was so much joy and anticipation. It, 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 it's, it's, it's right now. It's like, it's like making my, my, uh, stomach tighten up a little bit, just, just picturing it and, and talking about it. Like her, her she, there was so much like warmth and excitement about the, uh, about the prospect of, of biking to Coney Island just this lust for life, this like, today's a new day <laughs> kind of attitude that, that she was projecting in that moment. And I became overcome with affection for her. And in the moment, I think I, I like, I was like, oh, I want to squish your head. I like you so much. I like you so much. And I was kissing her all over, all over her face and whatever. But that's, that's one of my strongest memories from that time. And, and, uh, really encapsulated the reason why why I liked her so much was it it felt like similar thing of 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 kind of offering this alternative approach to life where you wake up each day and it's not like all right here we go it's more like all right what are, like what are we going to do today the universe is spread out before us <laughs> You know, which you know that 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 point of view has its has its merits and its flaws, but um, but that's why I uh, that's why I liked her so much. I am going to talk about a person I was in love with about three years ago, um, and we met in a pretty transitional period of my life. I had just finished university and was back home. Um, and we met on the first day of, of a sort of summer job. Um, and he was there to guide me through the day. Um, and I was pretty much instantly infatuated with him. Or it was a very strong connection immediately and, and I couldn't stop thinking about him when I was going home. And then the next day, I found out pretty quickly that he was completely unavailable to me. Um, he was in a relationship, he had a child, and 
I thought to myself, okay, well, this is good. I found out early enough. I can, you know, detach myself. It's not, it's not like I found out much too late. Um, and I sort of thought that was the end of it. And then I, I think the most, one of the most important things or factors that played a crucial role in, in the way that our relationship developed is that I was in a period where I had had several relationships in the past that, where I didn't really feel like I'd been in love. And I was sort of really wanting to be in love, but not only be in love, I wanted very much to sort of fall in love and really embody the idea of falling and tumbling and losing control. Um, and it was probably more of a subconscious thing, but I, I know now, looking back, that that was definitely something that was sort of, that was something that I really wanted when meeting someone new. Um, and so the more we got to know each other, his be, him being unavailable to me started to... It, it became this thing where I, I, I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't stop myself. I was, I had sort of entered this spiral and the more I was talking to him and getting to knowing, get, getting to know him, I realized that I was just falling in love with him. And, and I, I think I must've just let, sort of let myself go a little bit. I, I knew morally that it was wrong to be involved, but with time, with the more time passed, the more I felt like I had no agency, or I, I sort of lost my sense of agency and just became this this person who was completely unable to access rational thought or or make decisions based on any form of thinking. I was just falling. Um, and that makes it sound bad in a way, but on the other hand, it was the most beautiful thing in the world and it was in a sense exactly what I had wanted. And I've never felt more, I don't think I've ever felt more in the present moment with anyone or in, at any time than I did with him in the, in the months that we knew each other. And I think he felt the same. I think he actually had quite a similar experience of falling in love with me. And I think we were both sort of escaping different things. And for me, I was not really escaping something, but I was escaping into this form of love and into this, this, this feeling that just started to rule me and took control of me and made me lose sort of every sense of the world around me. And I was completely detached from everything. I was only attached to him. And I remember riding the train to work for like 40 minutes or something. And, and all I could, all I would think about was him. And I, I couldn't think about anything else. And, and yeah, that was, that was beautiful. And, there was many things I, I loved about him that 
allowed that kind of feeling to flourish. He was very much a person who loved to live in the moment. He didn't want to think about um, the future or the past or the all of the issues that could ruin a moment. And I think all of these different things sort of turn the relationship into exactly that. Um, and obviously after a while it was becoming more complicated. Um, a big feeling that I kept feeling was shame that I was continuing something like this. Um, and a sense that I wanted to end it because it was wrong. Um, but at the same time feeling like I couldn't control myself. I, I couldn't stop what was going on. I was consistently just falling. Um, and it, it was as cliche as the sounds, it was really like a drug and I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to stop it um, if I could help myself. And so it, I guess it, it just sort of ended badly as you would expect, but um, I look, I still look back at it as something that was so important to me. I, I learned, I learned so much about love, about, about what I had wanted then, about what I want now. Um, it made me, it made me realize that some forms of love, especially if you try so hard to sort of keep them in a certain form, just aren't sustainable in any way. And it, it wasn't. And this idea of sort of like a love that makes you suffer and puts you in and puts you through pain all the time. I think I, I've learned that that's, that that isn't, I think for a while I thought that that was what love is, that if you're in pain and if it's so intense and so strong, then that is love. And I think I, I think I learned that, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. And, and, and that y you can look for different forms of love um, that, that maybe allow you to still be yourself and not to lose yourself the way I felt that I did. All right, um, this is a tough one, I have to tell you. But it got me going, made me start thinking, um, especially on people in the past, whether I actually loved them and so forth. I did, however, have a girlfriend once, what is it, like fucking five years ago now? And I did love her. And the question is why? And it's not an easy one. <laughs> um, I tried to reverse it first and, and, you know, ask myself why I stopped loving her. But that was just as hard to answer. I, I mean, but but also that is what happened to, uh, between us. Like we stopped loving each other or, or at, last, at least we stopped being in love with each other and, you know, broke up. Um, but also, yeah, the same way that happened. I guess at some point in time we started to love each other, fell in love maybe. That's that's how you put it, I guess. Um, 
I mean, I can't speak for her, but it wasn't love at first sight or anything like that. It kind of just happened uh, for us, I feel like. Um, this was a long time ago. This is in high school. We met at a party somewhere in my hometown during summer break. I was 16 years old, super fucking drunk. I remember Stone as well, I think. And I guess we just made, you know, eye contact for like a few seconds too long. I feel like sometimes when that happens, it leads to to, to making out. I don't know why, but it does. Um, either way, the next weekend I text her. We met at her place. We tried to have sex. I remember I couldn't get hard. She was cool about it. And then we ended up staying together for like fucking three and a half years. Okay, that's... Kind of realizing now that's not the answer. That's the backstory. Rather, that's how it happened, the love, I mean, how the love happened between us. Okay, but why? Why I loved her? I think that has to do with some sort of connection that I must have felt to her. Um, This connection didn't exist in the beginning though, I'm pretty sure, but I think with time, she must have figured me out somehow and vice versa and i mean in this sense i guess i guess i loved her because we could communicate and relate to each other easier or or like with the with with the less resistance than with for instance just other people yeah um but also yeah other than that i also think one reason for why i loved her came from some sort of uh, fascination uh, uh, like even though I felt connected to her she was also in a way like a like a, <laughs> like a fucking alien to me I remember thinking I really remember that thinking that she looked and acted different almost every time I met her sometimes even like in, in yeah but in, what would you say like real time like she could turn her head a little um, uh, I would look at her in a slightly new angle and she would just look like a completely deep completely different person uh, i mean still beautiful yeah or yeah whatever and somehow still her but but at the same time different like someone i didn't quite know and that intrigued me i guess you know made me curious so to try to answer your question i don't really know why we love people, but if I had to guess, I think the reason I loved her, uh, I mean this particular person, I think the reason I loved her has to do with the, the connection that was built between us by time. And the reason we spent enough time together for this, this, um, this connection to happen is because I was fascinated by her looks and her her apparent appearance her, her behavior i guess like her, her whole fucking person fuck it yeah maybe that's maybe that is it fascination that's what made me that's what made me love her and then the connection came as a consequence like the fascination was what got me hooked or and, or maybe not fuck this is this is almost too tricky this is a it's a fucking tricky question. I think this is what I got.
what did I love about her? An enormous sense of possibility is what I felt with her. Um, I had been trapped in a much smaller universe and when she and I started dating it was like suddenly things that were just off limits my whole life were possible with her. Physical touch was exciting and new and just unbelievable. I couldn't say how much I needed it and wanted it until I suddenly got it from her. A sort of sense of being in the same boat, maybe, having similar struggles, um, in a very reaffirming way that these struggles are not or not individual, that they're universal. A sort of combination of absolute accessibility, but then also real inaccessibility. There was always more that I couldn't have. This urge to share everything, to talk at all times, to just stay up late Facebook messaging each other, that suddenly all these thoughts that I had bubbling in my head that I could sort of, you know, here and there share with friends, but suddenly I had my person and I could share them with her. And that was just so enormously exciting. In a sort of backwards way, I think seeing her made me feel more independent. I was my own person, I made my own choices, and at that age, that's not all that common. And to go out and do things together, and to go into a city together, and talk about just the things that we care about, which we still weren't very good at at that age, but just to do that was a real break from childhood. Later on, it became this feeling that I knew her so well, and I could... I, I knew how to read her and understand her and know when she was feeling bad, and... I, I understood the world from her eyes, and that was so exciting. We were so close that I, c I could predict what she would say sometimes, but of course not all the time. But to be that close with someone was new and mind-blowing. And the fact that I was dating her was just an incredible icing on the cake, I guess. Well, I don't know, I, I think that was actually central to it, but it, it makes me think of the phrase, to love someone is to know them. Or is it the other way around? To know someone is to love them. It was that. I 
think it was also a feeling that she knew who I was, which sounds very simple, but she knew me. She didn't know me for my background, for my parents, even for my achievements or my hobbies. She knew who I was in a very rare and intimate way. And the fact that she knew me so well and she she still wanted to date it was the best affirmation that I could get that was enormously healing that was so exciting it as if she were in real time physically disproving my worst fears about being a person my worst fears about being unlikable or undesirable or too weird the fact that she was there and she wanted to be there showed me that that was all wrong, all of those ideas. And that's not to speak of the sort of just magnetic pull and attraction and desire. That goes in hand in hand with the sort of knowing and understanding. And it's a fucking thrill to see someone and desire them and know that they're desiring you back. And they don't even have to say anything. It's something special. It's a thrill doesn't even capture it. I don't know. It's something that when I had it, I never wanted to lose it. And even later, I'm very reluctant to give up on it. Hi. Um, So I would describe my first love, the first person I fell in love with, to be my high school boyfriend. Um, We dated sort of on and off for about two years. And I would definitely describe that relationship as my first heartbreak. Um, Like the end of that relationship was sort of the first time that I really experienced that. Um, But my understanding of that relationship has sort of changed a lot recently because I've come out to myself and to my family and friends as queer. And recently I've also been um, wondering if I'm attracted to men at all. And so I've sort of been rethinking um, like, whether I was in this relationship because I truly genuinely loved this guy um, or if it sort of fulfilled this larger desire for me to be, um, you know, seen as a girl that dates guys that like her. There's this phrase called compet or compulsory heterosexuality that a lot of gay women use to describe themselves before they came out to themselves or to others. This idea that you participate in heterosexuality, whether that's through um, heterosexual sex or relationships, because it it makes you feel like you're doing the right thing, Um, not necessarily because you want to, um, but because you feel like you're supposed to, um, which is sort of the comp or the compulsory component of that. But I'm not really sure if that is the whole picture with him. And I, I do think that that was sort of um, a real love in the sense that I loved him because he made me feel safe, um, because he made me feel seen and supported. 
which at the time were things that I really craved from other people. Um, I was 16 and 17 at the time. So I was going through a lot of emotional tumult. I was also clearly in the closet. (laughs) Whether I I hadn't come to terms with the fact that I was attracted to women. Um, And I think beyond what he gave to me, I I do feel as though I loved him um, for just who he was as a standalone person in the sense that I found his sense of humor really incredible. Um, and also he had like a really great sort of sense of grace and, and like way of navigating situations and maybe awkward situations that I really admired. Um, and, uh, and I think that I, I feel like only recently I've come to terms with the fact that sexuality is fluid and even though it can't be forced to change over time like I don't believe in conversion therapy obviously or I hope that would be obvious um I I do think that that your sexuality and your relationship to different genders can have a natural flux over time and so I I don't think that my attraction or minimal attraction or lack thereof um to men currently has to be negated or like be in conflict with the very real emotions that I felt for him at the time when I was a teenager. But I do think it's sort of funny for me to look back and see that, that I definitely, regardless of whether it was fully compet or not, there were definitely elements of that relationship that were an anchor for me um, and something that I needed at the time to feel validated on my own emotions. Um, you know, whether whether or not that was all of it. I don't think it was. I think that I I did have um, like a larger love for him beyond what he did for me. But he sure did do a lot for me. So I have a lot of gratitude for him in that time in my life. Hey guys, it's Guillermo here. I'm in the street. I hope the audio goes okay. Uh, well, I think, uh, I think I have loved in the past, well, I have loved in the past in different ways, and one way was real, and one way was I real, like loving the image I have of a person, and then that person not being the person I thought, and then me trying to change that person to the one I love and then not working out <laughs> and then wasting six months of, of my life but uh, which is my fault of course but I totally thought it was love till the time when the time passes and then the smokes goes away and then you see the real thing and it's like okay wow that was a love really uh, but talking about the good love I think that happened because uh, I think that happened because we kind of we treated each other nicely when the other one was not shining. I think when you are shining and you have a beautiful day and you feel amazing, invincible, I think everyone can love you, you know, like. You can be the center of attention in every party and everything. But the ability of making you feel cool when you are not really in your best 
is the one I appreciate. And then, that's what friends do, right? And I love my friends. Not in a romantic way, but I love them. And when I'm going to meet Chris, my friend Chris, and I'm like feeling like like terrible and like I'm hungover and I have a shit face um, I can still go and be really happy about meeting Chris because yeah he will be there he will make me feel amazing and I can also tell Chris hey Chris I'm I look like a donor kebab in the in the sidewalk during a sunny day and he will be just laughing about it and making my day feel much better you know it's not a task to me to feel to to project a cool image. It's not a task to me to to bring funny stories. It's not a task to propose the perfect plan and and that that thing hits the sunset in the perfect moment. You know, it's not a task. And some people that I have dated, they they made me feel that way. They made me feel the good way they i wasn't in my best or i just was goofy one day with one comment or whatever but the other person still showed interest still made me feel that that was okay and i went home thinking hey that was cool and so when i arrived home i could just open my eyes and look around and see how life is super beautiful and then start drawing and then draw cool stuff and then meet my friends and be myself 100%, you know. So that will bring more stories to tell the other, per the right person when I see her. And this will flow easy. What happened when I went uh, and I dropped a goofy comment? Uh, I mean, in a, in a first date it's normal, but uh, just continuously dating and then she is still like kind of making you feel a bit like bad not bad just not showing interest so you go home thinking like oh shit that went wrong and i myself personally kind of I'm, i tempt to blame myself a lot and and then i can just go like ah oh, shit that was because today i have a shit face or whatever or i didn't propose the perfect perfect plan um and then unconsciously this be, be, develops like a task, you know. And the next time I need to, I need to impress her, kind of. And 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 so I, I'm not hundred percent myself. So, and that never works out, you know. So it become a task, and yeah, that's not the right way. Even though I have confused that as love, like me trying to impress and like. I really want this person to like me. Uh, and then she just buy me one day chocolate or whatever. And I'm like, oh, well, that's enough for the next six months, you know, when my friends are like, hey, dude, that's not the right person. And it wasn't. Um, but yeah, basically, I have loved, I have loved people uh, for making me be perfect you know for making me it's a bit it's a bit uh selfish but it's like yeah i have loved people for making me uh do my stuff in peace by showing me respect and and you know like appreciation and and support when 
when I need it. I'm talking about like if I'm also showing interest and appreciation. Uh, like not everything is in the other side, but uh, yeah, just being natural. I and and making me feel that that that, that everything is all right. Or yeah, just continuing like dropping jokes or whatever, making me feel that she also supports me, even though I'm not, I'm not just working it out alone. You know, that's when I open the eyes, I see life uh, for real, and you know the colors are like more colorful, and you like the smell of the morning and shit like this. Uh, and so you also work on this relationship better right like you will you will also think on better plans for this and how this could go well and make it work it out amazing i think life is really is hard enough to also need to be keeping it cool constantly with someone and i did that in the past and yeah it was a mistake uh, but yeah we we need to we need to try and try it's like a video game and the first time you are really bad at it and then you become better by fucking it up right 